something that she said to me was like, gratitude is not, it is saying thank you, but it is living for yourself. Yeah. That is how you show gratitude on a daily basis That's is saying. living for yourself because that is emulating love. And if you're emulating love 24 seven, everything else that comes off of that is going to be a good thing and it's just going to radiate more love. Welcome back to BTW by Emily. I am your host, Emily, the founder of Health and Body, a science-backed wellness and lifestyle brand focused on helping you sharpen your life toolbox. Today, we are joined by Miss Honeybee, Honeybee of the highest, as she likes to refer to herself. Honeybee is one of my dear friends, an intuitive healing coach who I have personally worked with one-on-one and a mutual that I met through TikTok. In today's episode, Miss Honeybee and I get into her journey with spirituality, what brought her down this path, what that path looked like for her, for her to get to the place of working as an intuitive healing coach and as a shaman energy worker, light worker. And we get into the nitty gritty details of what it's like to work with energy, what her process is like, what she sees during this process, what she hears, what she experiences. This is a juicy episode, guys. We had to split it up into two parts. We started off with a meditation, a meditation that Honeybee and I did in person together. So I hope you guys like this because by the way, you could be having a spiritual awakening and not even know it. start with who you are how you got into doing what you're doing and a little bit about that journey okay oh perfect i am i'm honey i am sweet i am nutritious i am nourishment for the soul the mind and the body i am i'm expansive i am a healer i'm an artist i'm a creator i am so many things that i feel i have transcended even after I've labeled and categorized myself. I am ever evolving. I am twirling. I am dancing. I am accepting. I am learning. I am knowing. I am those things. And so much more. I am figuring out. I am learning me and accepting me and what I find out Mm -hmm. and also changing. I am all of those things. How I got into this, oh my goodness, Honestly, TikTok. I would say TikTok is how I got into this. So you, we talked a little bit about this, but just to tell everyone else, you started TikTok two years ago, 
And how did you get into TikTok? I got into TikTok through the Megan Thee Stallion Savage Challenge. I was at home and I saw everyone posting their challenge and then somehow it made it to Twitter. And I was like, all right, I'm seeing this everywhere. It's a sign. I want to do it. Like, I love this. Mm -hmm. And so I went ahead and I spent one whole night just learning the dance and recording it and Mm -hmm. having fun and making my little edits and everything. And I woke up the next day to 20,000 views and I was like, ooh, wow. Ooh, TikTok. This must be fun. Okay. I've never had views like this before. And so from there, I just started cutting up. Like, I was like, oh my God, I'm making videos of everything. I'm going to do dance challenges. I'm going to do acting monologues. I'm going to do random scenes. I'm going to like make up my own stuff I'm gonna play in my different wigs I'm gonna Mm -hmm. do poetry I'm gonna like so I literally just played and flourished from there and that led me just into diving further into myself beyond my shadows once I went beyond my shadows then from there my light came out I was able to like basically illuminate myself completely I was able to step into me completely I was able to flow I was able to be I was able to transform and evolve like into the honey that I am today into the me that I am born Bernard Joseph Velasquez but changing my name to honey because honey is what fits me spiritually physically energetically emotionally when people even meet me and they're like oh honey oh my god honey yeah that's yeah. your name I'm like yeah. yeah like it's it fits and people like you know I've had a few people ask me you know what's you know your your legal name or something of that sort or what was the name your parents gave you mm-hmm. and when I tell them that the response is typically so much different and I'm like ah yes but then I feel like that was the journey that was me having two different eras of me learning the version of me that was a product of my environment and my family and my society and and those things, my neighborhood. And then now having the version of me that is me, the version of me that is fun and that I find to be fun, the version of me that I find to be loving, the version of me that I find to be joyous and playful and and honey. And the version of yourself that you create for yourself. Yeah. So in saying all of that, can you take us through what shadows were brought up and what going through that work and diving beyond the shadows looked like for you? Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. So the, my shadow process, me diving into my shadow, doing my shadow, I call it shadow work and shadow play. Mm-hmm. Um, I love shadow play. Thank That's you so much. That's a great phrase. Yes. I was with a friend and her and I, we realized that we were diving through our shadows together, mm-hmm. but we were, ha- we had a playful aspect to it. So mm-hmm. her and I literally, shout out to my girl Muse, we literally came together and just, and like the word shadow play came out and we were like, Ooh, shadow play, shadow play. This is shadow play. Oh my God. So like my journey of that, it was quite dark. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of rage. There was a lot of resentment. There was a lot of fear. There was a lot of anxiety, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. There was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of sadness. There was a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt. Yeah. I'm going to talk on a hurt a little bit. The hurt for me was big because I felt like I was betrayed by so many people. Mm-hmm. And then I realized how much I had actually betrayed myself. And then where I thought that people had betrayed me and like stepped out of my life or left me there, I felt abandoned, things of that sort. I realized that I had done all those things to myself and more so. Once I looked at it from their perspective, I was like, ooh, it actually kind of looks like I abandoned them. And like I kind of left that situation like I was the one kind of pulling out all the time. And so as I allowed myself through my shadows, looking at it full circle, Mm -hmm. meaning allowing myself to see it fully from my perspective, being in it, my perspective being outside of it, but looking at it behind myself. Mm-hmm. And then looking at it from the other person's perspective, but me standing behind them mm-hmm. and seeing it, seeing how I looked from possibly how they saw it yeah. in that they still would see it differently because they are themselves in yeah. their own experience, you know? And so when I did that journey 
with different aspects and different periods in my life, with different versions of myself, different situations, different experiences, especially stuff that involves my family. Uh, my family was big for me. I was like, no, I'm addressing all of it. I'm addressing the sexual abuse. I'm addressing yes. like all of like the feeling uncomfortable being myself. I'm addressing the not being able to express myself. I'm in, I'm addressing like the judgment of character and the thing playing stuff off as a joke, but it's not really a joke. Exactly. I'm playing off the, like I'm talking about it all because I'm like, no. When I look back on it we were all hurting each other's feelings and this is a fucking mess and so i'm like exactly. nope i want to talk about it and I, I realized that me trying to talk about it with my family wasn't going to resolve it it was me okay. talking about it with me and that's what my journey has been the most it's been diving into myself when i say diving into me not just like it hasn't been a, a lot of pouring it's been pouring love into me through getting to know me and listening to me so i basically became my own therapist where i had to sit across like i do these meditations with myself where I would sit across from me at a table or I would go into a realm and I would invite myself to be there with me. I would go into a peaceful temple and meet myself there, different versions of myself to have very honest conversations without judgment, how they feel, what would their experience was like, all of those things. And then where I allow myself to then receive and I ask myself for permission, that version of me, hey, is it okay for me to now explain to you what went on from the outside looking in after having gone through it? And then yeah. also from here like I reteach myself I reparent myself you know I love that and it's that's helped major for me and in working through a lot of shadow work one I love mm -hmm. shadow play because I think shadow work in general has a negative connotation sometimes in someone's eyes yeah. and it is filled with a lot of pain it is filled with a lot of hurt it is filled with a lot of the lower vibrational energies but that doesn't mean that when you move through it that there isn't all the high vibrational energies on the other side yeah and in moving through having these conversations with you and i love that you brought up how you meditate in that kind of aspect because i've never even thought of it in that respect how did you end up navigating your human experience and the human relationship so do you speak to your family like did you have these conversations with them after you'd healed through your shadow work or what did that look like oh my god that's such a good question ah i'm so <laughs> glad you, you did this okay so i'm spiritually led in my life mm -hmm. um when i say that i mean that like i am me authentically actually mm -hmm. let me just start i'm gonna start saying it like that thank you so much spirit i am me authentically what that means is that i do what i feel i go with my feelings always always and I go with my feelings always, end of sentence, period. Boom. Period. And so. <laughs> Literally. And we can so stop now. <laughs> with that, my spirit actually led me back to L.A. Okay. That's where I'm born and raised. Okay. Now, when I was back in L.A., I got to see a lot of my family. And I got to go to my little sister's graduation. Aww. And what I found, um, even my little sister's like graduation or her, her prom party, Aww. what I found to be so loving about these experiences was that I had an opportunity to go back to my family and have conversations and engagements with them as this version of myself, but not realizing but that I didn't need to clue them in on everything I had been doing or clue them in on how I've healed, what I healed from, and what I've released them from without them being there with me. Mm -hmm. Because none of that was any of their business. And mm -hmm. it was just because I our business it was all my business for me to heal through and mm -hmm. from healing through that my only business with them was to accept them as they are and that they are a reflection of those versions of me that I have been knowing who I have been is still acceptable to me because that was the best that I knew and that was the best that I could be and so I showed up in that version of me still deserves to be loved completely exactly
exactly as I was. And so with that, because I could love that version of myself, I know completely that I could love those versions of them. And so when I'm with them again, I like anytime I get like I hang out with anybody, any of my friends as well, my relationships, any type of ship it is, I show up as this version of me and I... I learned this from a friend, uh, my friend Yanni, shout out to her. She said that whenever she hangs out with someone, even if she meets them for the first time or she's known them for a long time, she said what she would do is treat them as if she's meeting them for the first time. So that way she's always getting to know them because she said if she's always growing, and the part that I added on was at if I was like, oh, if we're always growing, if I'm always growing, other people most likely are doing the same thing too. So yeah, I love that I align with that. I'm a, I adopt that, like, you know, thank you. Um, and so that's one of the things that I do is I allow myself to re-get to know people. And so my family, I do the same. And I notice that they actually have evolved and they have grown and expanded far more than I even gave them credit for and had even thought of. And it's not even for me to give them credit, but I now release myself from like my judgment of them because I realize all of that, even them needing, even them, me being like, okay, well, I accept them. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize that all of that, that's all a me thing. They don't mm-hmm. need my accept. They don't need my acceptance. They don't need me to heal. They don't need me to forgive them. They don't need anything because mm-hmm. their creator, their body, their soul, that's their responsibility that that's who governs them, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what they govern. I was like, so at the end of the day, I just I humble myself and in that way. And I allow myself to turn or turn the mirror on me and say it's a me situation. Yeah. And I love the perspective because I think a lot of the time it's really easy to go outside of yourself when mm-hmm. it really is always about coming back to yourself and how you react. Why is the situation making you feel some kind of way or what work do you need to do on yourself to move through this so that it doesn't make you feel some kind of way? And have you ever had relationships that you have had to either like sever from or cut out of your life? Or is, do you have that perspective now with even those relationships? Oh, my perspective of those relationships evolved. Um, I had moments where I had to cut people out. Okay. In those moments of having to cut people out, that was painful um, because I didn't know how to do it. It felt like I was breaking up with people. Yeah. And I don't know how to break up with people, to be honest with you. I've never (laughs) known how to break up with people. And my version of breaking up is (laughs) I've disappeared. Literally ghost mode. Sorry. Yeah. And it's and, you know, I discovered as well, even in this moment, what I what I okay in this moment, I accept that for myself. I accept that I ghost Mm -hmm. and I accept that for me because I am an Aquarius rising. Okay. And. Ashe. And so with the energy of Aquarius, they are rather, we can be detached very easily. And I find that that's to be necessary as easily as as, as a bird can jump up and fly away. Mm -hmm. I should be able to spread my wings and fly away too if I want to, if I have them. That's a, it's a, it is a blessing that had been bestowed upon me, the Mm -hmm. gift of being able to just go and fly away and go wherever I want. I'm taking my gift and I'm taking my blessing. And if I need to ghost, I'm ghosting. Poof, nightcrawler, just Literally. teleport out of here, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do, I have found that my spirit also guides me back to okay. situations and to people, to the energy, so I could address it. Nothing is ever just passed on because the energies that I had to cut out, I cut them out because they were too overpowering for me to handle and deal with in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so I actually ended up just cutting myself out for the period that I needed to mm-hmm. until it was time for me to re-engage mm-hmm. or for me to reconnect either mm-hmm. with that person, that those people, 
or that energy in new bodies in a new experience in another setting. Yeah. Um, but the energy itself had always been engaged with again. So that way if there was balance and there was harmony there because I'm here to be at peace with myself. I'm here to be myself mm -hmm. and at harmony and love all of me that exists. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah. I love what you said too about either the situation coming back and that can show up with, I guess, either the person coming back into your life in some mm -hmm. way or it just being presented in a new light or a new respect in a new situation. And I think something that is also commonly said, I know it's a TikTok trend too, but <laughs> it's like the universe is going to show you the same situations and you can either repeat your cycles, repeat your actions, or you can evolve and choose to act differently to create that balance and harmony. And I think that that's something that a lot of people just end up getting caught in the cycle of it because mm -hmm. it's comfortable it's easy it's not easy to look within yourself it's not easy to move through these emotions and have compassion for yourself too through all of this in moving to the place where you are now how do you navigate those tough moments when they do come up do they come up or are you just in a love bubble all the time like how <laughs> or like how do you deal with discomfort now when discomfort shows up i'm uncomfortable and I move through the uncomfortable, uncomfortably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's gross, mm -hmm. and I hate it mm -hmm. so much. I just had an uncomfortable moment recently, mm -hmm. and that uncomfortable moment was one where I realized that the person communicating with me was reminding me of the mother that I knew when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And that mother, I felt like, was controlling me. Although my mother's intentions was protection mm -hmm. and to nurture me as best as she knew, mm -hmm. it felt restricting and like I was being controlled mm -hmm. and like I was being limited and bound. Mm -hmm. I did not like that. It felt like someone was literally at telling me to dim my light and to not be myself because they wanted to tell me what to do, say, be, think, and all those things mm -hmm. for my protection, for my safety, my mother. But in yeah. this moment, I realized that that energy, as opposed to missing what was happening in the moment, which was me being aware, hold on, someone's trying to control my speech in many facets. Let mm -hmm. me say that I don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, but it took a moment for us to get there, for me to say even, I just don't like it. And that was even uncomfortable for me mm -hmm. because I don't like having to get to a space where I have to tell someone I don't like something because they've done it so many times and they're continuing to do it even after I've said stop in so many different ways. That makes me feel uncomfortable because that even reminds me of being a kid where there's uncomfortable situations. And for me, they were uncomfortable sexual situations mm -hmm. where I would end up, I was expressing my uncomfortability mm -hmm. and my discontent with what was going on, my me not accepting what was happening and not being in alignment with it in so many ways that were nonverbal mm -hmm. and it wasn't addressed mm -hmm. and it wasn't caught on. So like yeah. all of that kind of came up in that moment. So it all felt very uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't know what to do with any of this. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I used to think it was crazy because I'd be like, well, I help people through these things. But I'm like, yes, I help people through their bits, but I also get help through my bits. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's spiritual. Like I'm very connected to my spirit team and I, like I'm with, you know, my squad all day. Like we kick it <laughs> and we vibe it. and we talk and we commune, you know. And when I'm with people, I'm with people. You know, when I'm with humans, I'm in humans. But when I'm with spirits, I'm with spirits. I hang out with spirits more than I hang out with humans, but I hang out with humans as well. And that I am a human who has the ability to hang out with folks in between realms. So it's exactly. cool, you know. Okay, I have more questions. Oh so yeah, what's questions. up? Okay, let's deep dive. So 
first, just in hearing you talk about your experience, it's speaking volumes to me because as someone who's currently navigating all their shadow work has also had sexual abuse situations when I was younger. And again, also had a mother when I was younger that just brought up a lot for me okay. in that respect <laughs> to know that it's not so individual that a lot of people move through this experience mm -hmm. um, and that we're all connected in that way. Like the way our paths crossed, I literally was on your live and then I was just like, <laughs> you need to be on my podcast. And we're going to make it happen. Here we are two days later. So <laughs> in saying all of that, can you describe to me what it's like to hang out with spirit? Like what you hear, see, feel, like what the physical sensation or what that is to you or how that shows up to you and mm -hmm. how are ways that you connect deeper? Um, wow. It's a dance. I dance with life. It feels like dancing with life. I love that description. Thank you. I want to paint a picture. And okay. this picture over here behind you keeps calling out to me, the one with the fountain. Yeah. I feel like I'm a fountain, literally, of youth. I feel like I'm a fountain of knowledge. I just, um, I said on live earlier today, I'm a ball of energy and a wealth of information. You are. And now How I'm like, old are ooh. You, can I ask? Yes. I'm 31. You don't look a day over like 25. <laughs> Oh, yay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like I want to change into a ball of energy and a food of, ooh, I don't know. Okay, anyway. So let's get back to the question that you asked because I was about to go off. I was about to go on a whole tangent. Go off. And we can go back to the question. I remember um, There's something. Okay. This also is call, calling out to me. Like in this moment, there's certain things that are calling out to me. This fountain is calling out to me, but it looks like a rocket taking off. And then this champagne is calling out to me as well. And it looks like it's popping off. And I'm hearing that there's something that's popping off. So there's something else that's being deep funk and divine intervention. Okay. Like coming out of literally a deep funk is the energy that I'm getting right now. I feel like these candles are about to just like turn on and light up by themselves that's what I feel like to me and then they bring me back to the bar like there's a celebration or a party that's about to like a party is about to happen and then now I'm seeing this light get brighter over here um but there's I'm some type of get, get brighter okay so. so there's literally like the energy is is illuminating in here right now there's a lot of information there's a lot of frequency that is being um delivered in this very moment mm -hmm. that is running through my very system so I'm oh, also being guided to let you know that your listeners on this particular episode is like receiving a frequency. It's a high vibrational frequency just running. It's information, light, energy, it's just information. So with this frequency literally running through my body, there's information that is needed for the planet. And as it runs through, whoever's meant to pop in here at whatever times, whatever they would need, it would be running through mm -hmm. um, a current. Yes. It will be running through a generator. And yes. that's basically what's just happening yes. um, in this moment, Ashe. Okay, cute. So um, that it, resonated with me so much because okay. I feel like in my current life, I have been probably for the past like year really working through shadow work, the past two years really taking a deep dive, but more specifically like the last eight months. And I really feel like I'm on the come up of emotional, physical, financial, career, all of that success. And mm -hmm. I'm glad that my face is illuminating that for you. Ash okay, yes. Ashe, 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 Ashe. Okay, that's great. That's great. That's really great to hear. Um, okay, there's something else that's like, okay, this is beautiful. The, this room looks completely different. Like I'm seeing it in a different setup. Like it looks completely different. If you have been thinking about like redecorating or anything like that, I'm just saying that there's like, it feels to me right now. This is just coming through, girl. It just feels to me right now like there's about to literally be like a whole entire unveiling everything is about to switch 
I feel it. I just feel it in my body. I feel it. So yeah, I'm just going to express that. Um, I also Tell feel me. like there's a lot of creativity that's mm -hmm. about to come out as well. Like it's going to be really effortless. Like if there were answers that was needed, the answers just came like boom, boom, boom. All the answers just fell in. The body just got really calm, really mm -hmm. cool, really collected. And like you then like said, Oh shit. I feel like a cool, cold current running mm -hmm. through the body. Mm -hmm. um, it could feel like that. If you feel that energy and that's resonating, um, that's literally codes. It's, it's frequency that's being delivered. When I say that, what I'm explaining, this is me being in spirit, by the way, I'm literally mm -hmm. here. So now you get I to actually have like, I'm listening to the voice that is within me, the voice that is within me that's talking. So the way that this feels like to me is I'm actually not thinking in this very moment. I'm mm -hmm. just talking to you. Mm -hmm. So the being that you're communicating with and you're talking to right now is literally the me that I am, where I have no time to actually think about anything in this very moment because I'm just communicating to you yeah, and the you're words the that vessel. are literally, yes, coming through. So this is, it feels like that. It feels like complete and utter surrender. It feels like not thinking. It feels like not holding anything back. It feels like you allowing yourself to stop when you want to stop, go when you want to go, be how you want to be, accept what is, and just allowing yourself to be there, allowing your hands to move and your gestures to flow, mm -hmm. allowing the air around you to be the air around you. That's what it feels like being in spirit. And when it feels like talking to these energies, I feel like I literally allow myself to almost ascend up or it's like move back and up outside of my system and my body, but allow everything to just flow, allow the me that I am to just flow and I watch it. Mm -hmm. I watch it and I learn, I pay attention. I, I acknowledge the sensations and the feelings. Um, if it's a jittery feeling, is this there or that, I don't give it any categorization. I allow myself to free flow it. So okay. I remove the definitions of if I do this, ooh, it's a creepy feeling. And it's okay. like, nah, it's a shimmy. I shimmied or I shook or I yeah. did something, but there was an energy that passed through. What energy? Yeah. passed through I don't know because it just passed through yeah let me give it a moment because it'll manifest in my physical reality and when it does I'm in tuned and conscious and aware and, in, and intuitive enough to be able to see what in my physical reality is aligning with that which it aligns with in my spiritual reality so in my spiritual reality I have all that information recorded it's it's running it's already in my program on my mainframe it's already yeah. there so basically when stuff happens in my physical realm it's instantaneously matched to something in my spiritual and then that has a signature for me energetically and whether or not it was present past or future like if it just like if I'm like oh look because this is about to happen right now or if it's like a, oh this happened a moment ago that was the and then I'll also get the call of the information the thought that'll come in boom this this was linked to sometimes it's even an image that'll show up like it'll be like a scene or mm -hmm. a color or a something or a face or a show or a sound it'll come or a taste or a smell it comes in so many different ways or actions or something will happen in my reality that'll catch my attention and then I'm like oh like right now I'm seeing the light flicker that light wasn't flicker it was been, it's been flickering a while the candlelight but now the candlelight is like catching my attention almost as if like I'm lighting a flame for people in this moment like having this conversation saying these things is getting people in the space where they're like oh shit this is how you be even hearing me talk right now I don't have to stop I don't have to say um I don't have to this that go back and forth I could just communicate say what I need to say and if you needed to say something I can stop and just let myself release whatever it was that was going to be said because clearly there was going to be any type of you know Okay, I got more things to ask. So okay. when you hear or when you're not thinking and when you're hearing and you're moving through, what is this town like? When I'm feeling and when I'm hearing, mm -hmm. ooh, wow. I have so many questions. Oh my God, okay, so <laughs> it sounds like sound. It sounds ashe. Your dog and I hear the same way. We hear the same thing. 
he hears what I hear. We communicate very effortlessly, and you can see it in his face the way he looks at me. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's I mean, like, the way he's licking you. He doesn't act like this. I'm telling you, with like anyone. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> like we're able to, we can communicate telepathically, and that's what telepathic communication is. It's it looks almost as if like there's no conversation happening at all because I don't need to give you gestures and go like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be me communicating to you through facial expression and through other energy that's projected. Mm-hmm. Me having a telepathic conversation with you, I'm able to literally just sit here and just be in my mind and we will just be here. Nothing is necessary where we may laugh at the same time and have two completely different realities, but that we just tapped into a frequency without mm-hmm. needing to bind that frequency to a so small, so tightly to where it is so taut. We don't have to bind the frequency so taut to where it can't be many things. It can't just be laughter. What just happened there? Laughter. Mm -hmm. What just happened there? Joy. Mm -hmm. What just happened there? Anger. What just Mm -hmm. happened there? Resentment. What just happened there? Expression of trauma. What just happened there? A lesson. What just happened there? Growth. What just happened there? As opposed to being what just happened there? Oh, well, girl, she went through a whole period where she was homeless and she didn't have nowhere to sleep for a year. And she was thought mm-hmm. of She didn't know what she was doing. And then she was all over the place. And then it was this, but it was like, oh, what happened there? What mm-hmm. happened throughout that last year? Oh, mm-hmm. growth. And so that came out for whatever reason. But yeah. Okay. So next question. I ask everyone this question and okay. I'm about to start a whole TikTok series on this. When you see things, whether it's thinking about yourself, seeing vision, whatever it is. Do you see it? So when I see things, Uh I see it like if it was right in front of my face, like if I'm watching myself in a movie or something like that, like that's how I visualize when you visualize, especially when it's just a vision coming to you and you were seeing things differently. Is it like in your head or is it like kind of that 3D you're seeing yourself? What does it feel look like? Both. Okay. Um, Sometimes I will see something flash right before my eyes and it will be like a, Like I'll be looking at a wall and next thing I know, as I'm looking at the wall, I'll see a person, it'll come in and then I'll see it almost simultaneously Mm -hmm. where it'll be like, oh, like the word Paris will pop in my head. And then, and at the same time of me hearing Paris pop in my head, like right now, I'm also like getting this sight, like I'm just seeing it in my vision, but there's like red bricks in an archway. There's red bricks and kind of an archway like that. Um, but it's, it's shorter, but there's red bricks in an archway. And then now, right now it's starting to fill itself in. And that's like in your field of vision, that's like in front of you. It's in my mind. I see the realm. I see everything stacked on top of each other. Okay. And so different dimensions. Okay. Exposure on a camera. Okay. You know how there's different frames? Yes. I see all of those frames. Okay. And all of those frames are always moving. Uh Uh-huh. In different moments, different frames will catch my attention. Okay. In different facets. So sometimes I will see something at the same time, feel something different in my physical body, but then feel a spiritual sensation on the inside of my body. But then at the same time, think something where then there's a like I feel I have like receptors everywhere Mm -hmm. and so I sense feel and see and then hear it and like all at the same time and then when I pull myself in and become more present then I start to taste and smell and I'm literally taking in the entire scene whatever room I'm in whatever space I'm in it's like I'm breathing it in almost and then as I exhale it comes back out and then if I want stuff to change it'll change that's so, so cool. Did you see that, by the way? Did you see anything in that moment like a... 
No. Ashe, <laughs> okay, okay. Not right, right, not right now. But also, I'm thinking too much like about questions and stuff. Where okay. I'm not in that. Ooh, can I ask you a question? Yeah, you can ask me. If a you were to ask me a question um, that would just flow right off your tongue without you thinking about that question or prepping right now for that question okay. of what that question would be, but you would just once if, if we were to go like one, two, three, and you'd be like, okay, boom, that's just a question I'm gonna just ask no matter what it is. What would that question be? How long did it take you to get here? Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Because like, so little by little, like, I feel like I've, especially in the last month, have been connecting to a lot of these feelings, noticing the synchronicities, like being able to visualize more and like see things more outside of just being in a meditative state and really like taking that time. Okay. But like, how long did it take you to get to this point? Like, has it always been like this? Where did it really start feeling like this and describing it like this? Okay. So before I can answer that question, I need some okay. clarity. When you say this point, what this point are you referring to? You right here, right now, you yourself and the everything, your essence right now. Okay, thank you. My essence, I've always had this essence. Okay. This essence has been my born essence. Okay. Since the womb, I've always been this energy. Okay. I've always been joy. Mm-hmm. My essence is pure joy, which mm-hmm. is for me is love. Mm-hmm. My love is joy. That's how my love is expressed through joy. Mm-hmm. When I'm really excited and happy, I want to go and talk to everybody mm-hmm. about nothing. I want to be like, hi, how are you doing? What's going on? Okay. Okay. Well, bye now. Are you doing okay? Hello. I'm walking down the street. Now I'm dancing. Now I'm this. And I want to do seven and a million and one different things simply because I feel joy and I want to just pass it on to everybody. Who wants to take it? So this essence always been me that's a honey thing that comes from my personal hive this conscious version of myself i've always been okay i realized that there was just stuff on top of it keeping me from believing in what i had already known yeah how long it took me to figure out that today right now Uh in this moment Uh And that's because I'm ever changing and ever evolving. And I've never even really thought about it in that way and had that understanding and understanding to where I could articulate it with you and the viewers and the listeners in the same way that I just did. So it would be right now. Okay. And thank you for being a part of that with yeah, me and helping I'm so me through that. I'm so happy that I okay. was the platform where you can You were the conduit. This. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, because I think like, again, the way you described it, it really is like, it's always been there. And it's, I, I feel the same way. Like I've always been this person. I think for me, a lot of the times and with everything that had gotten packed on and all the beliefs, there was just a long time where I was very disconnected from everything and from that energy and and undoing all of those learnings, doing all your shadow work, you start to little by little just take it down and take off those layers and get back into that energy, get back into that mindset and get not even mindset, just get back into that level of consciousness. There's still, I mean, work to be done. You're ever we're ever evolving and ever growing. I think as someone who's more so now really seeing it manifest in my reality, like in the sense of what you were saying, like something will come through you, you'll get a feeling and then immediately it'll manifest into your current reality. Mm, That's mm-hmm, something that mm-hmm. has been happening for me more recently. So I'm just like, it's starting to manifest versus a couple years ago or last year, it would take a lot longer for that process to happen. Mm. 
for you, has it always been like that? Or has it like that you've been immediately, it'll manifest into your reality? Mm-mm. Okay, so when did that start happening for you? Ooh, that started happening this year. Okay, because you're, you're in your essence, honey. Oh, girl, I'm in it. Oh, <laughs> I'm in, in it. it. Oh, my God, I'm in it, girl. Picking a blanket. Girl, I'm gravy on a biscuit in it, girl. I'm sopped up in it. Ah, drizzled. Just marinated, fully marinated, 48 hours, girl, in it. I'm in it. I'm your grandmother's cornbread in it. Like, I'm in it, girl. Just straight up, girl, spring roll. I'm in it. Dipped in peanut sauce. In it. I'm in it. Like, what happened this year that just jump-started this? Life whooped my ass. Can I curse on here? Y- you can Life say as fucked you me up. Yeah, life fucks us all up. So, so how to fuck you up? How'd your human experience fuck you up? My hu- it was my thank you for saying it like that because it was my human experience that fucked me up. I did so much spiritual work. 2020 came and I so I started my spiritual journey 2014. Okay. That's what I say. I consciously started my spiritual journey like 2019 is okay. when I consciously began my spiritual journey. And when I say my spiritual journey, I mean me living a journey of being myself mm-hmm. and being the spirit that I am in a physical body. So I want to touch on that mm-hmm. because I think that's something that one of my mentors has said to me in this whole process is, especially I have a really religious background. My mom is a very religious, like very traditional Catholic. So okay. obviously all of this stuff is like, God is outside of you. You Like something that she said to me was like, gratitude is not, it is saying thank you, but it is living for yourself. Yeah. That is how you show gratitude on a daily basis That's is right. living for yourself because that is emulating love. And if you're emulating love 24 seven, everything else that comes off of that is going to be a good thing. And it's just going to radiate more love. Amen. That's hard because not a lot of people know themselves enough because you have all of these beliefs and everything projected onto you and all of this work that you have to do to get to the point where you truly start living for yourself. So in 2018, you started living for yourself. And what did that look like? When I started living for myself, everything completely changed because I was making choices that I wanted to make. I want to go here, so I'm going. I'm going alone or with people, but I'm going. I want to go do this. I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. I am afraid of this. Okay, I'm going to face it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I want to dive into this. I'm curious. I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I really want to wear this. Let me start wearing this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and living in New York has helped me major because New York is such a melting pot of everything. If you want to judge it as good or bad, then you will get all the good and you'll get all the bad. Um, but in that, you'll get literally all the high. You'll get the highest of highest of frequencies <laughs> over here in New York City. And you could also get the deepest of lows. I will say that for the past eight months when I lived here, I was in such like a funk. Mm-hmm. I was just like you just said, focusing on the low of the fucking lows. Yeah. Life was like, I'm going to fuck you over if you keep just being in this vibration because it, you just keep attracting more and more and more of that. But New York truly is the place where you can be yourself 100% and no one is going to say anything about it. Nothing. Look who you have on your couch right now. Literally. I'm like one of the like most me. I, okay, there's uh, Tomas. He is a light. He's a, a friend of mine, a gentleman who I, a being, a gentleman being a fam, a girl, a everything that is lively, that is lovely, that I feel like is another reflection of myself that I've seen as far as like someone who I've seen on the inside of me. And he's literally inspired me to step more outside of like my character, my essence, my being. And it's, I don't want to say character. Character is not the word that I want to use. It's a being. So when did you guys meet? 
we met in 2021, I think. A friend of mine, like him and a friend, they were working together, literally going to a gig, boom, boom, boom. And I was like on the street, saw my friend and they were together. And I was like, oh my God, like living. So anyhow, mm -hmm. and I say that because I was like, that's how you, like the, the way that I show up, I'm like, oh wow, I see that in other people here in the city, but it's now that I'm showing up in that way that I'm noticing it more and more. And I felt like when I got a chance to meet them, it was my opportunity to like see a foreshadowing of who it is that I could become in life, another version of myself. Mm -hmm. And this is where like, there was a version of my shadows where I found myself rather jealous quite often. And so in, in that, I found that I wasn't intentionally trying to be jealous, but I was unintentionally jealous. And I'm like, why do I feel feelings of jealousy? And I don't have them. And I'm like, oh, myself wants something and I'm not going to go do it. So the feelings of jealousy, the energy behind the jealousy is just myself indicating to me trick through a trigger. Hey, love, there's something that I am not expressing and I would like to express. And this here in front of you, this energy that's presented in front of you in this beautiful way is trying to let you know, hi, I know that you want to play and expand yourself in a way of sorts that looks like this. Go ahead and go figure out out that stuff for yourself go figure out that journey for yourself go mm -hmm. figure out that life for yourself go figure out that love for yourself that's what I've learned from those type of interactions and, and experiences where I'm like oh my god these are moments when I look back where I'm able to be like wow these people who I was like so enamored by I get to grow from because I was inspired exactly. and myself was trying to show me hey this is who I am hey this is how I like to be these are different versions of yourself that are on the inside of you that needs to come out mm -hmm. um, in your way and then how did you get to this place where this last year all of this stuff has been really coming through to you and you're just living in this vibe and just vibrating high? And also in being in this essence in the last year, has there still been a lot of discomfort? There still has been a lot of discomfort, yes. And that's because I'm always changing and evolving. I move on the spot. So when I learn a lesson, I'm in it. Mm -hmm. and I'm evolving, I'm making choices, I'm making changes. If there's a discomfort, I'm gonna address it. I'm gonna be there with it, or I'm just like not gonna address it, and I'm gonna just be with the discomfort until the discomfort is addressed at some point, and then I'll be uncomfortable even with that. Mm -hmm. And it's just because I like to move forward. It's who I am mm -hmm. as a person, actually. It's just who I am as a being. And so there's always discomfort. Even in this interview, there's moments where like, a moment ago, like when I brought up Tomas, I was like, we, that felt like that was going in a direction that it didn't need to necessarily go in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we could have went a whole, uh, and I saw so many other paths we could have gone on to answer that other question. Mm -hmm. And then and then the sound happened and I was like, ooh, girl, spirit, I hear all the messages, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, well, that's uncomfortable. But then it's just like, okay. And then you just shake it off and you're like, okay, I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna get lost in it, as opposed to diving in that. And how have you moved through discernment versus judgment like just navigating that because as you said it's not always been that way and mm -hmm, it's, that's mm -hmm. most something that's come up more recently so was it just a lot of shadow work that helped you do that or how can someone who's on this journey help do that for themselves I'm glad you mentioned this journey and that's the key word that I want to point out when you're on the, when you choose to go on this journey when you choose to consciously be on this journey because you realize you've always kind of been on this journey if you chose it once you choose to consciously be in it, you realize, oh, I've been on this the whole time. Yeah. So from there, you realize that you're accepting, experiencing life. That's so beautiful. the journey is the experience, mm -hmm. which means exactly what you're thinking right now, which is, oh, shit. Like, fuck. There's stuff that I have not wanted to fuck. feel and haven't wanted to go through. So you're telling me that the journey is the experience. So I'm going to have to experience some fuck shit the whole time. And it's like, yes. 
but the fuck shit isn't always as intense and as traumatic as it has been in the past because you're your parent now. And the trauma was just you not having your needs met. When it comes to karma, trauma and your karma, things, the things that you're like working through, the lessons that you're learning, that trauma that occurred, there's something you can learn from it. That's a whole thing. So we're not going to go there. My tongue doesn't even want to say it no more. Um, that's for another episode. Okay? That's another we'll get, episode. We'll get, yeah, we'll, girl. You live in New York. We'll, we'll get together again. I say, okay, cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to feel it. Long story short, you got to feel it. You got to move through it. So when you want to expand upon your, when you want to improve upon your discernment, you're going to have to allow yourself to go in through experiences where you are going to realize, oh, I've been judging these things. This is how I've judged things. Because most of us, we've judged things to criticize them, to compare them, but compare them for criticism or for something lower vibrational, to tear it down, to pull it down, mm -hmm. to, in order to lift something else up, you would step on something else, um, but with an intention to make it go lower as opposed to it staying where it is and being great where it is and mm -hmm. just a stepping stone for something to just rest on top of it um, without burrowing it further, you know, mm -hmm. um, shifting it from its state of being, accepting it in its state. I share. You have to allow yourself to feel it be go through those moments where you're like damn i was judging this and i was pulling this person down or i was pulling myself down i was judging myself i was judging the job i was judging the situation oh and then you realize that it always has something to do with the trigger and so that's what you're in order to improve upon your discernment you're just becoming more pure and i've discovered for myself that my discernment it improved the more pure that i became and i'm in pure of intention pure of thought pure of uh, expression where it's like i get to just be myself like even now like how i'm sitting and i'm like at one point i was like girl my skirt's probably so low like you know my <laughs> underwear and i was like but i don't care though let it out so i'm just like you know i'm just sitting here and even like you're we have being. we're being exactly your energy it, that's all it is at the end of the day yes like we're just in a human body and that's a vessel that's exactly it. and so this right here we get to do this all day however we want to no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like we get to do this all day everywhere and what i've discovered is you're already who you're working to be you're already who you're leading yourself towards becoming you're just taking off what is keeping her from putting on from showing up when you wake up mm -hmm. you you're her quite often mm -hmm. and you're her in the shadows mm -hmm. she's always been there and she is and she is you mm -hmm. and then there's the moment where you come out the shadows Mm -hmm. And I feel that that's the journey that I've been on. Mm -hmm. My spiritual journey was me coming out of the shadows because yeah. I have always been a light. And I find that many of us right now who are having these type of conversations, we've always been a light. Yes. And we're coming out of our shadows as of yes. now. And then we're going to get into a period, which is coming in the next couple of years, yes. where we're going to find ourselves pulling many of other lights out of their yes. shadows and they'll have this information to go off of. Yeah, because this is accessible to everyone. Everything is, and, and from, yeah. like, I'm a, such a science person, that's my background. And like, from a scientific perspective, like mm -hmm. we are all energy. That is everything, everything is at the end of the day. So it's so crazy to me how it's so disconnected in so many ways. Now, thankfully, because of platforms like TikTok, people really are talking about it and on such a greater scale. And there are so many audiences now becoming more in tune to it before I had to really search for it to find it. And it makes me happy that there is so many people and so many, I guess, light workers like really working to take people out of this. Do you do this work with other people? Is that what you do? Do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching? Like what, pimp yourself out? Like what do you do? <laughs> 
just do TikTok? Like, what's, um, your th- what's your thing? So I go live on TikTok often. I go mm-hmm. on live on TikTok every day. Love that. I also have a podcast on Patreon. On this podcast, I'm talking everything, honey, what I've learned, what I, I'm talking divination tips, tarot tips. Um, I'm doing soul conversations, soul messages, soul sessions where we're tending to the soul. I, I tend to that. the soul. I, the, the words that I speak, they're for the soul. My frequency is for the soul. My love, my honey, it's all for the soul. And so like my presence, my being, my everything, I am, I am, I am. And so I deliver the I am through my podcast on my Patreon. It's 1010 that's on there and you just get all the access to all the content that's there. I do one-on-one sessions that are virtual. As of right now, I'm open to doing so sessions in person, but that has a whole consultation involved with it because if I'm gonna work with someone personally, I gotta be able to set up space because it's a whole process that we're gonna do and I also gotta connect to your higher self to know how it is that I lead that, how I set that up for you because every individual, every soul needs tending differently. Um, and so those, I've done a few of those personal sessions and those are honestly some of my favorite sessions to do just because mm-hmm. I spend several hours with people about four or five six hours with people and we have a whole transformation I watch them transform literally in a day and they're like oh shit and one of my clients she actually said to me she was like honey this whole time I've been able to give my daughter safety but now I get to go back and give my daughter joy I've never been able to give her joy or she said she's been able to give her daughter passion and now she can give her daughter joy and I was like, oh, shit. And literally, like, I gave, you know, I let her know. I was like, when you go back home, it's okay if people are not matching your joy. You got different joy now. Your, your joy's on a different frequency. Joy has, it still has a spectrum on its own. Don't feel like you got to completely deplete yourself of your joy for someone else's joy to get up to match yours because then you're only depleting yourself to even yes. have the matching happen. I was like, just let them gradually take from your overflowing cup, sip from your overflowing cup so that way they could evolve for themselves, grow and know how to sustain their joy that matches yes. your joy frequency. Then y'all could just be joyous as fuck together. Yes. And she literally hit me up literally weeks and months later and she's like, honey, I want to tell you that friend, look, I'm still in my joy. I'm still like, do you hear me? She's like, I'm why? And, she, and I'm like, hell yeah, this is why I do this. Oh my God. So yes. In short, I do one-on-one sessions as well, and I'm real passionate about it, as you can tell. I'm a shaman. I consider myself a shamanic high priestess. What that means for me is that I dive into your shadows. I'm the girl who dives into your shadows. Um, I like to make this particular example, whereas you may have a conversation with your therapist, and your therapist is going to guide you towards having conversations with yourself. Your therapist is going to have you give your, like, you have to give the answers. Um, Your therapist is not really going to tell you what to do specifically. They're going to kind of, like, they have rules and regulations and and that they have to work through. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, boom, that makes sense. Now, on the other, on the flip side of that, I'm like your girlfriend who going to pull up and be like, girl, you bullshitting. And then I'm going to tell you why you bullshitting, but then I'm going to be honest with you. But because I'm so honest and I'm so pure and I'm so loving and I'm so mama about it and I'm so like real and I'm so honest and I'm also like really like I'm picking up the tea. Like I, you know, I'm not lying and you know, you're, you can't lie to me. And then like, yes. you know, this is the, if there's anywhere to be honest outside of yourself it's with honey because honey's going to literally love you through the whole fucking thing. Yes. And so then in that moment you allow yourself to express and talk and da 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 da. So that's what like my sessions are like me so tending I do those things I also write and I'm an author so you can get my books as well on my snip feed if you click my Instagram or my TikTok I got time I like the eyeball got time like the herb then you allow yourself to have access to all that information
As always, thank you guys for listening. And if you want to explore any other science-backed topics on the podcast, we are on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. If you want to read anything else about this topic specifically, you can go to our blog at www.healthandbody.com. And for our socials on Instagram, you can find us at BTW by Emily and at Health and Body. And on TikTok and Pinterest, you can find us at, at Health and Body. As always, we hope you learned something new and got to sharpen your life toolbox.